right now at 16 minutes past the big hour. Is that not right, Mr. Scream? <laughs> Great, good stuff. I think people are getting really cranked. Welcome back into the Hockey Show, Colorado's biggest and best live hockey radio show. J.J. Jerez, Ryan Bolding right here on Mile High Sports. We're heading to the man advantage. We've got a power play here. Going to the phones, we got former Avalanche defenseman Jan Hayda, friend of the show. He joined our podcast several years ago. So thanks again for uh, hanging out with us, Jan. How's it been? Hey, hey guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, driving to the hockey ring, like always. You're a hockey dad now. What's that like? Uh, tough. It's really <laughs> difficult to be hockey dead. You got to get up early. You got to drive safely. The speed limit. Obey all traffic signs. No, I don't do that. <laughs> uh, especially get up early. But you know, it's not easy. It's a, there is a lot of drama in uh, youth hockey between the parents and coaches and stuff like that. Now, are you coaching with your son? No, I wasn't coaching this year. Oh, that, that's that's thankful because I've coached before and I've always said the worst part of coaching is the parents. So I hope you're not one of the problem parents. I'm definitely not. A, uh, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I hope I'm not a problem. I'm just, I just let coach to make his own decisions, never told him anything what to do. And, uh, you know, I expect that from everybody, but I was wrong. Uh, I have a I ha- I heard a rumor, Jan, that I need you to confirm or deny for me. I heard that you recently did your own laundry for the first time in your life. Can you confirm this? Laundry? Yeah. Washed your clothes. Uh, the, I don't know if I can say I was I did it by myself because I was on a <laughs> FaceTime with my wife and she told me what to do. So I I think now now we are clear. It still counts as first time. Yeah, I I, I think so. Jan, not, not sure if you got the chance to see since you've been driving to practice, but the Avalanche just traded for Devin Dubnik. Now, this is a goaltender that you faced in your past. I guess, can you give us an instant reaction? What are your thoughts on the on the pickup? Obviously, a position of need for Colorado here. Yeah, I mean, uh, he was all good in his uh, you know early years, and then little, he, he started struggling a little bit later. I remember him as a goalie who start playing a different style um, but like I said uh, I kind of lost tracking uh, lately I don't I think he was better when he was younger than now what do you think about just the fit coming into the locker room and the the team dynamic this far along in the season you know is that hard for a guy especially a guy that may have a contentious history with players on the team uh, I think everybody should be. Uh, everybody who is traded to play for Avalanche now should be super happy and uh, and excited about being in a team which uh, probably can win the Stanley Cup in if not if not this year probably very very you know very soon. We we saw somewhat recently in recent years how Devin Dubnik kind of always used to get into it with Avalanche players, more namely Gabe Landeskog. They've had several tiffs together. So looking back on your career, did you ever have to join a locker room where you had you know problems with somebody in the past and you suddenly had to bury the hatchet? And kind of what's that look like? How, how does that process go when you you've meet each other face to face? You know, I, I didn't, but uh, I have Uh-oh, I think we're losing you, Jan. He said he's driving to Superior. There's a part where you're driving down 36. Sure. There he is. He's back. We missed We missed everything he said. Can you say it again? 
Yeah, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, so I said that there's always more, more uh, stuff happening on the ice and, uh, you know, during the game than uh, uh, right after the game and uh, after season. I'm pretty sure there's not huge issues between uh, Dubnik and Landeskog and uh, I bet they can even, you know, grab dinner together without any uh, problems. Jan, I just wanted to ask you, you are one of the lucky few who has gone to a, a game as a, in a fan capacity this season. What was that experience like? That was the first game uh, when they opened uh, uh, Bell Center. And uh, uh, so that was the very first game. Uh, I think I choose the right game because, uh, you know, I want to score five goals. First minutes, so game was kind of over. Uh, I in that moment I started cheering for Phoenix just to make <laughs> it, make it some somehow more interesting and uh, also with uh, I don't know what's the exact capacity is it about ten percent. Yeah, um, I think uh, you know the the it wasn't it wasn't a right feeling that I I was surprised how. Oh, hockey is quiet. Uh, no energy from fans. Uh, in one moment, I was thinking like this remind me uh, watching a baseball. So hopefully, hopefully there will be uh, uh, they will they will be opening uh, uh, hockey rings for more people soon because I think hockey hockey was different when you have only ten uh, percent people or ten percent capacity filled. Jan, you told me once after your first game as a fan, post-playing career, that you were disappointed in how few p- fans were paying attention to the game. Did you feel like because there were less fans, it was harder to get in, that they were at least more engaged with the game this time? Uh, they tried. <laughs> they tried, uh, but still, you know, I'm from Europe, so uh, we are used to a different uh, atmosphere, uh, different energy. You know, people in Europe are... Uh, way more crazy when they go and watch game. Speaking of Europe, I want to know how you got into this uh, Czech Pilsner uh, situation going on. We, I obviously tried the uh, Kyle Quincy and Michi session IPA this week. Uh-huh. It was pretty good. I want to know how they roped you into doing a beer. You always pegged me as more of a wine cooler guy. Uh, no, not really. I I, I always like beer. You know, Czech Republic is the country where we drink most beer uh, per capita. So uh, in the world, so uh, I'm, you know, obviously proud Czech person and helping to keep this statistic high. And uh, uh, that was just because uh, you know, obviously, good thing uh, we're gonna we're gonna have an auction. Uh, this this uh, watch party is. Uh, Obviously, um, with uh, Dark Nation and uh, uh, Avalanche alumni team together, and uh, we're gonna raise a lot of money because of that, and uh, we'll be able to help uh, people in need. And that's this uh, Wednesday, so right? The watch party and your your beer release. Actually, there is an update because of Jefferson County put uh, new restrictions, or you know they go back to yellow level, so. Uh, which mean fifty uh, percent of capacity of the restaurants, and uh, also the other reason why we uh, changed the date was because 
It should be uh, probably going to be snowstorm next Wednesday, Wednesday in Colorado. So we uh, we had to move uh, day to I believe it's now uh, May eighth. Now, when you got you and Milan went to create this beer, how much say did you have in the type of beer? Did you know right away you were going to go with a pilsner? What what was the process like in selecting the actual beer? So they ask us uh, what kind of beer we like. And obviously, the most famous beer in Czech Republic, Czech Republic is a Pilsner Urquell. So we both liked that beer, and we told them that we would like to uh, simulate this or, or you know create a similar beer. So uh, uh, guys in the brewery order all the ingredients we needed, and uh, um, we were actually. In the brewery where everything was brewed, and uh, you know we were helping uh, to put all the ingredients someplace, and uh, uh, obviously you cannot taste beer right away. Uh, there is a process, but I were I was able to taste it about uh, three weeks after we brew it, and uh, it was good. Were there any special ingredients that they maybe had to order? you know, go out of their way to order that the the Pilsner from the Czech Republic had that they just didn't make here in Colorado? I believe there is a yeast where, which was uh, delivered from, uh, not from Czech Republic, but uh, that was originally, that yeast was originally uh, in, from Czech Republic, but uh, there is a company somewhere in the United States who uh, grow at yeast from the original one in Czech Republic. So I was doing some Czech beer research uh, prior to the show today, Jan, and I noticed that a lot of the beers are IPAs that come out of the country. Is that because Urquell is so good that nobody wants to compete with it? I think so. Nobody wants to compete with that. <laughs> can you get it here in the States? I want to know if I can try it before I try your beer so I can do a taste test to see which is better. Yes. Uh, yeah. Pilsner Urquell is uh, the beer you can find in the most places in the world. Uh, I know when I, I play in Russia uh, three years, uh, we had a few games in a town called Khabarovsk, which is uh, across the river from China and 40 or 30 miles to uh, Japan. And I was able to find a Czech beer, Pilsner Urquell, there. So you really can find that beer everywhere. And uh, if you go to, uh, I, I believe, any uh, liquor store or grocery store, I'm pretty sure you can you can find that Pilsner Urquell there. Not gonna lie, yours the the beer you and Milan have developed sounds a lot more appetizing, a lot more enticing to me than the one John Mitchell and, and J M Lyles have together. Have you tried theirs and Kyle and, Quincy or Kyle Quincy? Excuse me. Have how's it compared to uh, what you guys got going on? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did try theirs, obviously, and uh, you know. Um, the value of the alcohol is the same, but I feel like our beer is going to be a little bit lighter. I don't like uh, when the taste is too strong and too uh, spicy, and I feel like uh, Mitch's and uh, Quinn's beer was, had a little bit of too much spice, in, in my opinion, for, in, for me. like I'm pretty sure uh, there's a lot of people who love that beer, but... Uh, uh, the taste for me was a little too spicy. For those of us who slave away in the adult rec league, also known as beer league hockey, Jan, is this a more of a pregame beer or a postgame beer or both? 
You know, I, I'm playing uh, a beer league hockey now, and uh, this is very important information: the highest level beer league hockey. Uh, I am the I, I am the champ last season. Uh, by so I'm playing this for a few years now, and uh, this beer is probably good for before, during, and after. <laughs> On the during, bench, yeah. yeah. So it keeps you hydrated during yeah. the game. Yeah, it's universal, so you can drink it like you know before, during, and after, and especially during the, the game, it's important to keep hydrating. So I don't know if you know this, but JJ and I are also two-time uh, beer league champs, and you had once told me that you would sub for us. So if we need a player, you know, in the next coming season, can I call you to come fill in for us? I'm putting you on the spot. You don't want to do it. Hey, yeah, say for, no. Say no. You can be my lineup. For next season, maybe. Yeah. For next season, maybe, but for for a, for a next week or next couple of weeks, no, because I have a upper body injury. I'm on <laughs> IR. Oh, what happened? <laughs> I can tell you that the playoff is around the corner. <laughs> uh, we don't know, want to know. Do you remember, uh, this is this is random, but do you remember, tell JJ the story about your thumb in the 2014 playoffs. That was, uh, that's a sad story. I don't know if he wants to hear it. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I, not, not the necessarily last... the way it ended, but just about your thumb, your upper body injury. You played through it like a champ. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, I remember... That was a great season. Uh, I think it was the first year of Patrick Roa coaching, and uh, we had a we, we had a great season. And uh, obviously, in the last very last game in the regular season, I was in on a high my block uh, shot from the blue line, like I did hundred times before. But this one broke my thumb, and uh, uh, I did the X-ray right at the rink in Anaheim and uh, came with uh, I ended up with a broke, broken thumb so we call a doctor in uh, Denver uh, what is our option because playoffs starting in uh, a few days and uh, he basically said normal people need uh, five to six weeks we're gonna stretch it to five to six days so <laughs> next day they drill a long pin through my thumb from the top to the bottom and uh, two from the sides uh, they they made a custom cast and uh, I was I didn't miss any games in the uh, in the playoff. I play uh, seven games with a long pin through my through my thumb. Yeah, and I remember we didn't find that out until afterwards. And you know, just the the hero hockey mentality, right? I mean, you you weren't about to lose some games and miss out on on your team's playoffs for an injury that you could play through. So that's awesome. Last thing from me, Jan. You mentioned the uh, European crowds and how much better it is. Speaking of which, we got El Clasico going on today, Real Madrid, Barcelona. Do you have a horse in the race? Do you support either team? Uh, I like uh, soccer in Europe, and uh, Barcelona was... I mean, both teams are awesome, but Barcelona is a little bit more favorite team for me. Gotcha. Well, now now we have to hang up and we can't be friends anymore. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, Jan. Uh, you know, enjoy your kids' practice and, and the rest of your kids' season. And awesome that you're being a hockey dad now. That's, uh, you know, a big part of hockey. All right. Thank you. We'll talk thank to you, you soon. Bye. Not going to lie, that he, I think he sold me on the beer more than John Mitchell did. How? What, what do you say? I think that one just sounds better. It sounds more apt. It sounds like more of my style beer, too, that European light pilsner. 
It's definitely the uh, the competition I wanted to play up between the two. I want to see these people sell their beer, and I want I want a competition between the two to see which one's the favorite. Right now, I'm 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 undecided because I've only had one, but I'm I'm ready for a nice light beer that I could have consistently. I feel like I'm I'm putting on the COVID thirty by just drinking IPAs every day. I need something <laughs> light that I could drink before, during, and after hockey. Well, I'm ready to try them both with you. So thanks for hanging out with us. We might have another guest here next. We might not. So stick around. It's going to be an awesome one if he does join. So we'll be right back on the hockey show, Mile High Sports, eighty-nine point one, ninety-eight point one. Ah, my number dyslexia is kicking in. We'll be right back. Thanks for hanging out.